I hopped into a coffee shop. I hopped into an I hop. I ate a pancake during an earthquake. After eating the pancake, I went outside and then I threw up in the parking lot. <laughs> That's also not a useful vocal warm up. <laughs> <laughs> what, throwing up in the I hop parking lot? No. Like, <laughs> that was you the need point. useful plosives. And then I threw up. Up Chuck. So that is a true story, though. One time I got drunk in high school. The next morning we went to IHOP. I ate some sort of pancake of some kind, got out to the parking lot, and just vomited everywhere. <laughs> I feel like I can name three mistakes you made. Being in high school, going mm-hmm. to IHOP, yep. walking in the parking lot. Yep. You got him. Definitely not underage drinking. I was 18 at the time, so it was an actual crime. Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. This week, I'm going to start things off with a little question. Are you ready to step into the squared circle and become a tag team wrestling superstar? Then get ready to call it in the ring, the ultimate tabletop role-playing game for wrestling fans. Describe the lead-up, set up the legend of your opponent, then hop into the ring as you battle your way to the world's championship. Using playing cards to play through major moments of your match on your path to glory, you get to lace up your boots, step into the ring, and get ready to rumble. Available now at zaftycat.dog. Oh, excuse me. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Sorry about that. I'm going to get to the rest of the intro. Um, Okay. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your sentient dinosaur soulmate. We're fans of Good Pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet or Tumblr message, and you get a shout-out on the show. You can also support us by visiting patreon.com slash sosaysmedia. With all that said, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
So, Kiel, you have just fallen through the airlock door into the Orem and been greeted, much to everyone's surprise, by a still-kitted-out gold squad who have more or less just entered the ship. What's the first thing that you say to the clearly very shocked teener? I can't decide if I want it to be, like, earnestly heartwarming or, like, hey, sugar something tits. absolutely ridiculous like that. <laughs> um, you didn't think you were getting rid of me that easy, did you? Uh, I, I, I'm con- I'm joking. No, I, <laughs> what, but how are you here? It's a long story. Uh, I mean, I mean, we're off duty. I've got nothing but time. If you want to tell me, we don't have that much time. Uh, I think, uh, right? Um, Plex. That you, Tiener? Uh, we've got a visitor. Good. Get him to the cargo bay. Did you know about this? Kind of. It's been a long eight hours. Right, Tiener. Get him to the cargo bay. Tiener, sir. You can yell at me later for it. Just. Get him there now. We've already got it set up for him. This was planned. Yeah, not that planned. Did everyone know but me? I didn't know. No, no, I knew. And people have just been kind of finding out as they get in here. Uh, did... Okay. Am I the last person to find this out? Um, no, because you've got Gold Squad with you. Well, mine is Kippen. Um, possibly Keel as well. Okay, I'll get, uh, Keel, we're going to the cargo bay. Yeah, yeah, just let me catch my breath. Can can you do that on the walk to the cargo bay? Yeah, sure. In the cargo bay is, at this point, the entire crew, uh, conspicuously minus Kippen, and for many of you, this is your first time seeing Keel since he unceremoniously left. And you have set up a, what is effectively, like, a kind of a little bit of a fucked up coffin- I prefer the term sarcophagus. Just don't f- feed me any tuna salad sandwiches. <laughs> it's Wait, a, what? It's a, t- it's a tuna salad sub on a urban cheese... <laughs> <laughs> on an urban cheese bun. Okay, do we have time for a briefing at this point, now that we're here? I, th- I think we have a little bit of time before the rest because of security finds us. I'm still very confused, and I'm... A little bit angry, and I'd like to know what's happening. How did you get here? I was on a job, and they sent a bounty hunter after me. I don't know who it was who sent him. And I don't know if it was Sinar. I don't know if it was Wraith personally. I don't know if it was the Moth. Somebody wanted me. And you just so happened to escape here? They brought me here. Don't know why. I might be able to fill in a bit of the why... They wanted my brain scan for something. I don't know. For your piloting skills. That's what I figured. Same kind of ideas we ran into with Kroskasum. The whole situation is... So... Everything everything to do with this is crap. That's... What are we supposed to do if you're here? I assume you were held prisoner on the Avenger. Yeah. How There are four dead clones. I had no choice. I don't... What, what could be so important? Moff Cassius is preparing another Alderaan. Uh, what do you mean? Super laser. He's building another Death Star. Yes, D. Do you really think that we could not figure that out? Do you really think that you had to come running back here 
on some sort of... I didn't come running back here. My <laughs> options were get killed and get taken back in a body bag or surrender. No, you... My you options... Said you, had, you said you had no choice. I didn't. You had the choice to get away, Akil. They sent a bounty hunter after me. They wiped <sighs> out my team. For... You're smart enough to clear your ID. I am. This guy was good. I don't know how he found me. I did everything I could to cover my trail. I could have helped if you had told me. You know that, right? It wasn't worth the risk to, to all of you. Keel? time, it wasn't worth the risk. How many times have I said that to your face and then you've thrown it back at me? I don't think you get to decide what a tolerable risk is for other people. Okay, I crift up, okay? Crift up. I just... No, this... I didn't feel like I had any other option available to me. I couldn't stand by and let them do what they were going to do back on that mining rock. And y every single one of you seemed so ready to just... Live? Put those people in harm's way. You know what they were going to do there. Yeah. You know what they did. And you know what they do on Narshada. And you know what they do on Nalhada. And you know what they do on I... Tatooine. And you know what they do on Coruscant. But I had a choice here. <laughs> I had a choice not to be a part of it. I had a choice between actively be partaking in that, getting out. None of you were going to do the same thing. Well, congrats. You managed to choose neither. I'm going to walk out. I would have... I would have done anything to help. I'd, if... Couldn't. If you don't... I believe that you would. What about the rest of Gold Squad? What about what about you, Plex? What about SD? None of you. Nobody else. It's just you, Tina. Would you have really dropped everything, the entire crew, just for me? I don't. I don't. I don't think that's a well, fair question. Well, Mr. Krennic, I just did, Mr. and you've put this entire ship and its crew at risk because I had a pretty good feeling this is exactly where we would go. We've made arrangements so you won't be detected. We're going to do what we can to get you out of here. And I would appreciate if you just made that slightly easier for the rest of us. If if you didn't want to be with me, you could have told me. That's not it. Because you left. I couldn't make you choose that. So you chose for me. Don't I deserve the ability to make decisions for myself? I know it's not a thing that you think about, but we don't get that opportunity very often. It's not why I did it. Clones don't get to choose for themselves. The four men you killed didn't get to choose for themselves. None of us do. And I just wanted the opportunity to... I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Couldn't take the chance. That I would turn you in. That I would go with you. That I'd say no. So you... I need to go. And Tina will walk out of the room. Tina, wait. There's like a stutter step. He pauses. Like, not a full pause, but just enough that you know he thought about it. And then he keeps going. Well, that's all good. Do you want to get in the box? Uh, no hard feelings from me. He'll just get in the box. As this scene comes to a close, some sort of fade or wipe of some sort transitions us over to the meeting room at the top of the bridge that we've established is where Moff Cassius holds his important meetings. The transparisteel is blacked out for this, giving that panopticon effect we had previously described. And in the meeting room, 
at the toilet bowl-shaped table is Moff Kasha sitting in his usual spot, Kippen holding a data pad that he seems to be interestedly scrolling through, and our friendly local ISB officer. So, I think you'll see we have a fairly generous compensation package for you here. Did you have any questions about the nature of the job, Mr. Uh, Kippen? Uh, No, it all seems pretty straightforward. So, um, I'd be taking a promotion to come work for you. Leave Gold Squad. I think it's all pretty straightforward, but how many men would I be in charge of? Well, I will leave that to our personnel officer here. That depends on your performance, CT4196. We've seen that you show leadership potential. We're interested, but you're still untested. You'd likely begin with your own squad, and like any agent, like any soldier, work your way up the ranks. With respect to your position, I believe I've done a more than adequate job of proving that I can come out my own squad. Having worked extensively as the second-in-command of Gold Squad, having taken over when Tina was unable to fulfil his duties due to matters of the heart, I feel as though starting me off with a single squad is a misjudgment of my ability. With all due respect, CT4196, your second-in-command position under CT1316 was not formally recognised. I understand if that was the informal situation which you had set up, but I'm afraid we run on documentation and we run on data, not stories. As I've said, there's a reason you're getting this opportunity. Do not mistake that for kindness. It is because of your competence that you are getting this opportunity. And what would you say to the men who, all of whom find my style of leadership inspirational. Would you tell them that now, because of some slip of paper that we don't have, that some of them, those that look up to me, is the only person with a confirmed kill of a Jedi it's in 50 years? Again, CT4196. There's reports. You, what you call a confirmed kill of a Jedi comes from a mission log aboard your ship. We do not have first-hand evidence. My superior officer signed off on the mission logs. I would advise you to reconsider the tone you are taking with the Moff and I. I haven't taken any tone with the Moff. Need I remind you, you have a control chip. What we are offering is generous. Do not let that inflate your ego. We can work together. We are interested in doing so. But make no mistake, you will be serving as a functionary within the Empire. We value structure here. As do I. Structure is very important to the ongoing safety of the citizens of any, any body of government. But I feel as though I have the skill and experience to at least have the rank of captain. A sergeant could hold down a squad. I can take a company of men and turn them into legends. I'm not being egotistical here. I'm being realistic about my abilities. Grand Moff Cassius, I've made my opinion quite evident. You've made your opinion very evident. There's no doubt CT4196 is a valuable asset, but I do not appreciate this attitude. Yes, 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 of course, of course. ISB has their very specific and particular... I'm sorry, Sentient Resources has their very specific and particular qualifications that they're looking for. It's. I think we can meet in the middle on this. 
Kippen, if I put you in charge of a platoon on a preliminary basis, would you be interested in taking on that responsibility? I think they can work. Would would there be a difference in pay scale? Of course, of course. Yes. We'll bump you up to a full second lieutenant. It's not a problem. Everything will be exactly as you expect it to be, with a fast track for promotion should you prove yourself capable as a leader of platoons. Do you have any other reasonable requests? No, I think I'll I'll take the job. Very good. Officer, officer, thank you both very much for your time. Kippen, if you'll report to Sentient Resources, we'll have you outfitted with new armor befitting your rank. If that's everything, I have a ship to run. There's one short detail, and I would ask that CT4196 not be in the room for this discussion. I think I know the detail you're talking about. Very well. If you'll stay, Kippen, I think now is an excellent time to prove your loyalty to this organization. You may proceed with the briefing. Yes, sir. Um, Our ISB agent within docking and ingress has confirmed a Rodian recently boarding the arm. The Rodian matches the description we have for Kiel Krennic based on physical and time of escape from cell. Well, yes, of course, we don't have any other Rodians on board. As far as we are aware... Kippen, I'd like you to collect your platoon. Feel free to name them as you see fit. And I would like you to collect my prisoner for me. You have three hours. Bring me Krennic and use whatever force is necessary. Grand Moff, Krennic is a valuable asset and we need him alive. Right. Do we, though? I suppose we do if we want. Okay, bring him in alive. But, you know, if you feel like maiming him a little bit, that's fine, too. Now, is there anything else? I do have the destruction of a planet to plan. No, I'll be on my way. Uh, that's all from me, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. I won't let you down. And we'll cut the scene there as we shoom back to... It's a sonic wipe. It's a sonic wipe? <laughs> okay. It, it suddenly, uh, suddenly Moff Cassius floats up into the air and lands on a 3D world... That's just a giant checkerboard ball that he has to run around and collect a bunch of little red dots. But if he touches any of the dots after they've turned red, then he loses. And when the screen comes back, the camera is on Plex. Plex, um, you're still in the cargo bay, probably. Um, it's been a couple of minutes, and it seems like tempers have calmed down. You know, you have various people checking on various other people. Um, Jack went to go look for SD. Does everyone know that we're expecting the guards to show up and to not talk to them? I think you've probably made that pretty clear to everyone who was still in the room. Like, I have a feeling that you would trust Tina enough not to say anything, you know? Yeah. Uh, no idea where SD is. Jack is out looking for him. Like, looking around the ship and stuff like that primarily. And mm-hmm. if need be, around the Avenger. Um, so it's really kind of just... Um, yeah? Reba is likely with SD. Okay. So, Plex, it is you and probably BT and a cargo container that has been added to your manifest in as many redundant ways as possible... It's been shielded, it's 
been weighed, it's been sized, everything is exactly as set up as it can be for them to not find Keel when they do this inspection. Mm-hmm. That's what I trust the crew of the Orm to do. Mm-hmm. And you have what is the most stressful amount of downtime humanly possible. You ever just sit around waiting for the shit to hit the fan? Yes, all the time with you. Organics, always leaving waste everywhere. That's a biological function, not what I'm talking about here. That was the joke. You gotta step up your joke game if I'm gonna pay you now. That wasn't in the contract. It's an unspoken rule. Then it's and not it definitely rule. Goes into your performance. It definitely goes into your performance reviews. That sounds like a labor violation. You Have you seen where you are? What on the ship hasn't been a labor violation? We have a box with a person in it. And this isn't the first time. Well, at least it's not paper mache this time. Yeah, you got a good point there. So what do we plan on doing with Krennic? <sighs> I'm sorry. What do we plan on doing with the scrap metal? And he kicks good. the box. Mm. <sighs> don't, don't, please do not kick the box. We keep him hidden. Well, we can get away from this ship, we get him someplace safer than he ended up himself. <laughs> safe in this galaxy. I specifically Not said safer. Well, do you need me to fake you a call from Sinar? Not yet, but keep that one in mind, actually. That's what you pay me the big bucks for. Yep. So about that loan. <sighs> yes, I've put an advance on a quarter of your pay. Not the full thing, because it's got to be paid back with your next installment. It's been forwarded already. It should take a couple hours through intergalactic banking. You couldn't have used an e-transfer. No, it's not official enough looking. I've actually got to put it through the payroll. <sighs> Fine. Hey, Scrap Metal. Yeah? It's good to have you back. And he leaves. And I should say no time, Bessie. There's... He, you say that as he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> he's long out of earshot. <laughs> there is a page at the door. Well, I guess now we see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, don't talk or move or anything while I'm gone. It's page 234 out of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, you'll have to interpret the meaning yourself. Um, so... Actually, it is page 596 of the Half-Blood Prince. Is that when Dumbledore dies? Yep. Sweet, I remember old memes. <laughs> anyway, Plex is going to go to answer the page. Okay, uh, you open the door to... But if I could do one thing real quick. Plex wants to turn on her communicator, but mm -hmm. one way. So the other people on the Orem can hear it, hear what's going on. Okay, so you've effectively set up Plexus comms as a baby monitor. Yes. And it's being played to everyone else on the crew. Does that include Keel? Does Keel have his communicator? Does that include Kippen? I don't think that would include Keel, because um, I haven't had a com communicator, unless we like thought to give me one before I got in the box. I don't think that was a thought process. Um, no. Would Kippen have the same communicator now that he's in a different uniform? Well, I think he would still have access to it. I think he's probably caught two comms. He hasn't formally quit yet. Fair. Um, but the door opens, and you see a group of 
eight or nine clones, uh, one of whom is immediately recognizable to you as Kippen. Uh, yes, Kippen? Okay, so first things first. I quit effective immediately, and the second thing is I have a warrant to search this ship as issued okay, by Moff okay. Cassius. Okay, okay, one thing at a time. Plex will, like, subtly try to turn off the communicator. <laughs> so one thing at a time. You quit? I quit. I no longer work for Sino. I've taken a job with the Empire. Um, okay. I didn't even know that you were looking for new employment. Um, congratulations. I wish you all the best in your future endeavors. The offer came into my lap without me really looking for it. And... I'd be a fool not to take it. If I learned anything from working with you all this time, Plex, it's that you don't turn down the opportunity to advance. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm i sorry. I'm still processing this. Okay, so you quit. I've got to put that through with Sinar. I've got to put that through the personal database. Okay. Uh, what was the other thing now? The other thing is this warrant to search the Aurum. Is it on a data pad or something? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Plex will take that and start flipping through it. What are you looking for on the Aurum? We're looking for a who. Who are you looking for on the Aurum? I think you know. Am I going to need a deception check for this? You haven't lied yet, have you? I'm about to. (laughs) Are you attempting to deceive Kippen? I think so, in the way of playing stupid. Okay, um, then in that case, let me pull up a stat sheet. Okay, uh, this will be... A, excuse me, this will be a hard deception check. Okay. Um, how many light side points do we have? It's been long enough that I think we'll just re-roll them. I've got mine sitting on my desk. One light side? Do you want to roll two more times, once for Aaron and once for Emma? Sure. Two light side. Nice. Two light side. (laughs) Okay, so you have five Five light light side. side. Can I use one of those to upgrade my role? Um, yes. You are also one short from just winning. True. <laughs> Can I use one of those to re-roll a roll? <laughs> um, re-roll the, the light side roll? Yes, but in doing so, you make it impossible for you to automatically win. Ah, okay. Well, never mind. Oh. Okay, so yes, okay. you can spend one... You can spend a light side point. It is four to one now my deception is three yellow so i don't know what it goes up to you go to three yellow and a green okay cool which ones do the x's affect the x's on the purple dice yep uh those are failures okay so i've what this all comes out to is four advantages and a triumph without the success Okay, what is the lie you tell Kippen? That I haven't got a clue what he's talking about. I, I um, If I could actually say that in character. Mm-hmm. Kippen, I need you to talk completely straight about this. I have no clue what you could be talking about. If that's the case, I feel as though I need to advise you that you have a stowaway on your ship. Stowaway? Well, well now that you're here, everyone's accounted for. Like, this okay. Is- there's an escaped prisoner who has entered the Aurum. We suspect may be hiding here, and we are going to conduct a search for that prisoner. And you assumed I would know who this is? Captain, what aren't you telling me? Captain, I had assumed that you would know exactly who was on board your ship, but it seems I have misassessed your leadership. Oh, you just quit and you're already so snarky. I respect chain of command, 
Does it say on the data pad anywhere who they're looking for? No. The warrant is specifically set to serve to search for escaped prisoners. Plural? Mm-hmm. Okay, one more thing, Kippen. The warrant here yes. says prisoners, and you're telling me there's one now? I'm telling you there's one that is confirmed aboard your ship. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so be it for me to stand in the way of a security detail. I appreciate your cooperation, and we'll be quick and thorough, and I promise that we'll keep the ship ship shape. Appreciate it. Uh, Flux will now turn back on the communicator. Mm-hmm. Uh, attention crew of the Orum. Oh, uh, there's feedback. Uh, do I hear- there's immediate feedback. Uh, um, actually, uh, as part of my resignation, I do have to give this back to you. And he hands you back his communicator. Thank you, Kippen. I'll turn off his... Flex will turn off his communicator. Attention crew of the Orum. A security detail will be coming through the ship. Searching for an escaped fugitive. Please remain where you are and do not get in their way. Turn it back off. Have at it. Thank you again for your cooperation, citizen. Uh, he, he, he tries to make, he tries to play that off, like, humorously. I don't know that it lands. No, Plex is not laughing like I am. Plex is much more poker-faced about this. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, what is going to happen here is that I am going to ask that this role... Do we want to have this be a stealth role? Do we want to have this be a skullduggery role? Or do we want to have this be a role that's made by Kippen as part of this search, wherein the difficulty is determined in part by the measures that you have taken? See, I would think that's the most reasonable explanation, Mm -hmm. but I'm also scared of how you'll roll on this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I am going to say that this is going to be a, um, Kippen is going to make a, ooh, this is a tough question. I don't know what stat I would use for this. Perception, maybe? Because it's, it's how well he's able to, how well he, and assisted by technology, is able to see through the, um, various layers and levels of disguising that you have done. Uh, the cargo I mean, manifest... He would also know that we didn't have a scrap metal container I, when I we flew in. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Didn't really prepare uh, for Kippen being the one leading the search. Mm-hmm. No. Um, no I, I, However... Which is why it's a good thing it's a false I think bottom. it's probably also worth considering... How closely would Kippen be studying cargo manifests? Yeah, fair. That seems not like a Kippen interest, you know? Yeah. I will also say that metal chamber is airtight. And it is in one of our cargo bays. Are you proposing venting Kippen? (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm not on the ship, so... (laughs) I... Don't know I that... think that would be a very bad idea, especially yeah. when Plex doesn't know where SD is right now. <laughs> Venting the cargo hold is an idea if we're really out of options and Plex knows where everyone is. <laughs> I mean, Jedi can survive just floating around in space, so we're good. I'm more worried about you floating around the ship <laughs> as it, we're I think leaving. The, I think the larger concern here is the very blatant act of aggression against a Star Destroyer. Fine. 
Now, if we're playing FTL, I'm all preventing anyone who gets onto the ship. So. Yeah, so I think I'm going to have Kippen roll a discipline check here. Can I ask? So let's let's break down the layers of difficulty that you've added to this to determine what Kippen's role is going to be against. So, so first there's of the all, obvious one is he's hidden. Mm-hmm. He's double hidden. Describe how he's double hidden. Well, he's in the scrap metal bin. I think SD put work into stopping at least interrupting scanners trying to get through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's the false bottom on it. So if they actually lift it up, he can still not be there. I mean, there's also a real bottom in it. <laughs> Kills the top. Here. Kills absolutely. Sorry, not the in bottom. which galaxy is this episode taking place? <laughs> okay, so there is the fact that there is a there's the regular level of hiding. There's the forged documents. Yep. There's the millimeter wave scanning protection. Yep. There's the false bottom. Yep. And there is Plex convincing him that she has no idea what's going on. So so anything that looks out of place could just be normal day to day on the Orum. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I've got the roll here. Okay. I'm waiting for like three triumphs to come up here. No, it's far more complicated than that. Um, oh no. It is. So Kippen rolled uh, two successes. The, okay. uh, what'd you call them? The purple and red dice that he rolled against resulted in two failures and four threats. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so it's a wash with four threats. Okay. I have no idea what to do with this. Okay. Um, what threats can we put onto a search party that aren't directly violent? The way I'm Thank thinking you. about this is their initial pass was inconclusive. And if they were to try a, any subsequent passes, they would be rolling with like severe disadvantage. Kind of. I was sort of thinking a little bit about the threats as potentially being like, um, very specifically, justification for Plex to kick them off of the ship. Yeah, that's not a bad... I like that. So, um, what gets destroyed during this search? The first thing that comes into my mind would be, like, maybe abusing the droids. Because they are crew now. That's a very good thought, Aaron. I have those once in a while. You have those very frequently. Please don't sell yourself short. That's being mean oh, to someone I love. feet tall. Okay, now I'm going to be mean to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, I like that a lot. I think as this search goes on and they continue to turn up nothing, some of the clones in Kippen's squad start to get frustrated. And I think at least one of them takes that out very particularly on BT. Because, of course. Because, you know, I think he probably got a quick rundown of the members of the crew from Kippen. That makes sense as something Kippen would do in this situation, because he has intimate mm-hmm. knowledge of the specifics of who he's investigating, the dynamics, and everything like that. And I think I think he specifically mentioned that people generally don't get along well with BT. He's not well-liked. He's... You got that really dry tone about him all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's always a little bit sarcastic to everyone, so it, like... I think they kind of 
you know, there's there's some bullying that happens there. Like, you know, threatening BT with a restraining bolt and, like, pushing him around. Like, actual physical violence. Like, come on, Clanker, tell us where the, tell us where the Rodian is. is. We know you're hiding him. Where is, is he? Plex with the uh, clones as they make their sweep? or Probably not. They ask you to stay in quarters or whatever. Or, like, stay out of their mm-hmm. way. And... I think you get a message on comms from BT. Uh, Plex, Plex, help, they're bullying me. (laughs) Okay, BT, I need you to use your words. Your tone doesn't always indicate what's going on. These inspectors you let on our ship are shoving me around, shoving me around, and threatening me. Do I hear one of the clones in the background, maybe? Oi, Clanker, where's the Rodian? I will be right down, BT. And Plex marches um, from... The advantages of employment. <laughs> Plex marches from her quarters into uh, the cargo. What are you doing to my crew member? What do you mean, crew member? It's a clanker. That droid is a member of the crew of the Aurum. Plex, did you replace me with BT? No, Kippen, I couldn't replace you because I just found out you quit. If you had come back, you would have been part of the briefing where I let everyone know the droids are part of the crew now. You hired the droids. Griff, I thought things were bad for... So if you could tell your your group to keep their hands off my crew members, I would very much appreciate it. Boys, leave the droid alone. We're done here. Plex, it was very lovely working with you. I'll ask that you... Don't leave the vicinity of the Avenger until you're given express permission. Thank you, Kippen. I look forward to seeing you again. And we can't. We're still on a job here. Well, if a call should come in from Sinar bringing you back to base, tell them you're being detained. You really don't know how we work here, do you? I know exactly how you work. Then you'd know I wouldn't just put in a call from Sinar to get out of a position. Now please get off my ship. Have my personal effects sent over. Will do. And it's about this time that an alarm triggers. That's a that's a loath cat. That's not an alarm. Yeah. <laughs> so let's real quick travel back in time. SD, you have just the big bang. Bazoopers. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> I don't know which one was worse, actually. <laughs> I didn't expect you to have a bazinga on there. <laughs> you said earlier. Anyhow. I forget about these things. So we traveled back in time, probably about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, SD, you have just stormed out of the room. Um, you've collected Reba. Where are you headed? Reba, come on. We're gonna take care of some business. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm gonna need your uh, knowledge of... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, getting into the Imperial systems. Yep, you, you... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Reba holds up a grabber, like, one minute. Mm-hmm. Disappears, and then comes back. Not like... <laughs> scoots off and comes back <laughs> and is now holding a gun. Good call. Blah, blah, blah. Um... I would like to go pay Grandma Cassius a visit. That was a laugh. I'm aware. Just, um, I don't think SD's in a mood to laugh back. Okay. Um, 
Well, at least um, I would keep the blaster hidden inside your uh, chest compartment. Um, we're going to get you to, you think, droid maintenance? True. I doubt Moff Cassius is actually cautious enough to have a separate redundant system outside of the centralized system, though. That, he... <sighs> Fair point. Whoever built the system might have. All right. Yep. Uh, let's head to the turbo lift. Wheels away. Where are you taking like the turbo think... lift to? Well, yeah, I'd like to think that you, the the Panopticon office, mm-hmm. is something you normally. You know how in some like nicer hotels, you have to scan your key to be able to access a floor. Yes. Yeah. Ba- basically, the turbo lift has a button that that you can't press unless you have a code cylinder or something. Um. Or I guess it's probably a touchscreen, so like you insert a code cylinder and then another button pops up or something i don't know yeah something something i think it yeah. just turning the the act of turning the code cylinder actually sends the elevator up to that floor right like it's a yeah makes sense uh so you get into the turbo lift and reba's hooked up to the scump um mm-hmm. and i'm gonna upgrade this once that is a single success sorry i take that back the success and an advantage. I forgot to roll one of Reba's green die. Uh, so you get up that turbo lift to this very private office, completely undisturbed. And there's just one person in that office. What are you doing here? I am. Um, I have some information about Kiel Kranich. How? I suppose... I suppose it's to be expected that you would know. So, um, what okay, the yeah, I, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk toward him. Is there cameras in this briefing room? For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you would like to, I'd like to use one of my perception to find them. They are hidden. I'd like to reach out with the force and make them stop working. Okay. Like, almost kind of instinctually, just, like, wave my hand. And if I could make the Panopticon go black if it's not in addition, that would be nifty. It is currently um, set to... It's currently still set to black. Okay, cool. So, um... Okay, what's that power called? It's been a minute since we've seen this one. Right? You still have to roll a check for it, right? Yes. I have to make a hard mechanics check. And I can disable... An electronics device from a distance. Does the ship, I don't know, upgrade dice or anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. They didn't expect Jedi attack. Um, interesting. So, um, I've, I've already calculated in a success from a triumph roll. And with that in mind, mm-hmm. one triumph and one threat. So to be clear, the success from the triumph was canceled. Was out? canceled. Yes. Just like mine was. <laughs> yeah. One triumph, one threat. Okay. So the cameras don't turn off. Um, which means what happens next gets recorded for anyone with access to see. Uh but what I think the way the triumph will shape up is that uh, he he's, despite everything else, a pretty good judge of someone's intention. Fair. You know, we've 
portrayed him thus far as being particularly um self-absorbed but self-absorbed that doesn't, yes that doesn't preclude yeah um over ambitious but he is not inept right and he pulls out his blaster pistol when you're about 30 feet away and he says that's close enough if you have anything to tell me, you can tell it to me from where you're standing. Do you take another step? No, I'm going to attempt to use my force pull ability. Okay, because I was going to say, if you do, if, um, so okay, to be clear, so, the triumph yeah. was that he tries to, f- he, he, he will try to fire his blaster and it don't work. You turned off the wrong thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah, I keep walking. He pulls the trigger and nothing happens. And I think there's a moment where he looks down at the blaster, he slaps it, like trying to get it to work, squeezes the trigger again, nothing happens. And I think, um, I think I just slowly but confidently walk toward him and then like pull out of my tool belt, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had determined that you had disguised your lightsaber as part of your tool belt. Right. Um, just like pull it out and like very casually like playing, not playing, but like I just sort of pull it out. I'm uh, walking toward him. The information. <laughs> you think you know how to use one of those? I will ignite the lightsaber. I suppose now you'll kill me with your lightsaber, Mr. Jedi. If you stop where you are, you may yet live. You know, it's funny. You're not the first to call me a Jedi, but I ain't one. And I'm gonna... Am I within range? Because I really want to cut him now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you're within range. Okay. And I think I just, um... I think I just decapitate him. I think he's in the middle of some yeah, haughty... Yeah, grandiose response. Grandiose. You may yet live. You may not be a Jedi, but that doesn't mean that you can just... <laughs> and then... Floop, plop, crumple. And at that point, the cameras that you had attempted to disable pick all this up and an alarm starts sounding. Meow, meow, meow. That's what you oh, did shit. before, right, Emma? He was a cat girl? No, I was doing the meow one. And was doing <laughs> something better. And I'm, with Moth Cash's dead, I think we'll end the episode. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash so says media. The Star Wars RPG is published by Edge Studios and is used in cooperation with their fan content policy. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and number two is favorable five-star reviews. The theme song for The Same Coin is written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear all of Chris's work. For all other music and sound effects, see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. 40 Under 40 Gay Luminary Erica Rebecca Belsauce played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any all pronouns. Emma Hessler played Kiel Krennic. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function exactly the same as any all pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hessler. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, stay wizard.
Hey, good job, everyone. Oh, boy. Stop your local. Stop your local Republicans.